When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Listen to Johnny Blow, Doug. That's when R&B was good. Yeah, I think they call these. This is like the Tony Bennett of R&B. Johnny, love making music. Uh, shout out to Jackson for naming Gramophone best sandwich in town on his STL Starter Pack account, and also Uncle Leo's his best pizza. So, Mrs. Janney Shanahan, uh, Jackson, okay. when did you make your announcement on the best sandwich and best pizza boy? Yeah, you're welcome, St. Louis. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That's a huge get. I did that during the, the big head. I did that during the uh, Tariko tirade. <laughs> you tuned out and tended to some business. Yeah, well, you know, Thanks, kill two buddy. birds with one stone. Tune out when I talk. <laughs> I don't think anyone does that, no. I got write show notes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm locked in, baby. I will say that... Um, I gotta thank my boy Cameron. They're not a sponsor, and it's not a payola because I paid. Who's Cameron? This seems like a. Who is Cameron? The more you say it's not payola, Tim, no, I, I think I it paid means. For, I paid for my sandwich, so it's, it's not payola. And he's um, your boy? Yeah, over at Grassi's. They don't open till 11, and I really wanted a meatball sandwich and a oh. veal parm sandwich yesterday. Both? You wanted was, both sandwiches? But I was out of here at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> So I called and I How is that unlike any other day? <laughs> there are no words well, to describe that. I wasn't going right to be there at 11, so I didn't want to wait till 11. So he was nice enough to um, make me a couple sandwiches, and I went and picked it up about 10.20, and thank you for doing that. I met his dad, Frank, yesterday for the first time. Great people over there, so thanks for doing that. You wanted him to come in early just to make you a couple they sandwiches? They were there, but they don't open the doors. You think they just open at 11 and start? They have to do prep. I was going to say show prep. They got to prep. You almost said it. I almost said show prep. So they unlocked their doors just for you. To come in and pick up my two sandwiches and a salad. And a salad. Well, you were hungry. Or was that other sandwich for someone else? No. Salad was just a little lunch while I'm watching the British Open. <laughs> then the meatball sandwich last night. And I'll have the veal parm sandwich today. Huh. Well, yeah, it does I, sound good. The sandwich places in St. Louis are dynamite. We do have a lot of good sandwich places here. And Jackson named Gramophone as the best this morning. Yeah. Okay. I remember when I went to 
the years, the two years I went to spring um, spring break. <laughs> Where'd you go this time? Well, it was Lauderdale. But okay. the best thing was we always stayed in this little dump right around from the uh, elbow room right there on the beach. And five of us stayed in one room. But yeah. We paid like 20 bucks a night, so it was like four bucks a piece. I had a couple trips like that, yeah. But right around the corner was the best submarine place I've ever been to. And you just don't get a good okay. sub sandwich anymore with oh, for heaven's four sake. different kinds of meat, lettuce, tomato. If you order it, you can get that. How, How, it they'll seems they'll like, give you whatever you it want. It seems like back then the submarine sandwiches were much better. I, this is the first time I've heard it called a submarine sandwich. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know that's what they're called, but I think this might be the first time I've actually heard the full term. It looks kind of like a submarine. No, I get it. I, like, I understand why I called that, but I mean, nationally, it's a sub. Typically, you never hear submarines. No, we don't have time. We're too pressed. Well, breaking news just coming across my desk. Uh, Jackson texts me that big old fan has called in, Plowhawk, your nemesis. Big old fan is on for this press conference Friday here on the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Truzy. Hello, big old fan. Hey, hey, guys, that, that, that B-Fib is too soft to call in. It's Dogtown Tide. I knew oh. it. Oh, ah. dog. I do love Jackson Dogtown Tide, Jackson texted though. me that was a 5% chance it was him. I do love Dogtown Tide, Yeah, that's though. why I said Shruzy. So what is it, Ty? Uh, Jackson Jackson called it right away, and then I told him I had two phones, uh, and one was personal and one work, and he just let me on. So the defenses are still... Still up and still strong. Okay, what the hell do you want? <laughs> More of a string process than I usually do, so. Uh, I just want it on record. I, first off, I'm, I'm honored and privileged to be in the uh, the semifinals, the Final Four. Um, and I want it on record. If I do make it to the big dance, I will not be chopping the pot. Uh, wow. I'm firmly against it. Wow. Um, How about even that? If it's offered. Oh. And who are you playing? Uh... I forget. It's not Guy and it's not Kevin Roth. Well, it's Callahan. Oh, the 2021 uh, champion. So you guys haven't had a discussion about chopping the pot? No, I haven't heard anything on the four of us, and I certainly, if I, if I beat him, I won't be chopping after. Wow. Will you so be coming no in to get your trophy? That means you would be playing uh, Guy or the Kingslayer, Kevin Roth. That's correct, yeah. And you would not chop. You'd be out there 2,500 or nothing. Yeah, I like where I am at Gateway, and I don't know. Um, I, I know Gee is. I've seen Gee play, so that's certainly a concern. But you'd but probably be getting already, like you'd probably getting like six or seven pops. Yeah, I think so. And I'm already in the red on this whole operation, so I might as well just keep keep pushing it in. So now, if you win, would you come pick up the trophy? Because we ain't delivering nothing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of. Uh, Showing my face in public. Where did you okay. uh, shoot a 75 uh, recently? Dalhousie. I understand why you're not looking to chop the pot. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing up a little bit, so it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, but we play up a gateway, so. What's your handicap? Uh, I think it's six five right now. With well, the with the 75 percent, I'm playing to a five normally. What is it about your game that's so darn good? Well, Doug, you've commented on before. You know what I'm. You know what I'm working with. I don't. This guy's trending right now, Doug. Just to let is you he? know, he might be a good. He might be a good uh, play to make. But your money's all in on Gee. Gee, yeah. So you hit the ball a long way. You hit the ball a mile. 
I had the long, yeah, I had a pretty long way, and fairways are wide open at the gateway, so you get to swing away. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not terribly worried about it, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, but I, I've got two championships and uh, two past champions in my way, so that's 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 certainly of concern. But you like yourself a lot, don't you? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, let me see where okay. Todd Callahan is right now because this Dogtown tie is is tra- When are you guys playing uh, Dogtown tie? You know, I haven't even chatted with him yet. I was. Uh, do we have a deadline yet, or is it just end of July? Or? End of July. Okay. When we got to get together, I'm heading to I'm heading for uh, work to Florida here this week. So I smell a forfeit. Yeah, it does sound I like a forfeit. We got a coin. Forfeiture. We got a coin toss. Yep. Yeah, based on what I'm seeing from Todd Callahan, you are. I mean, this isn't. And, and what's his? Do you know what? Well, I guess I know what his number is. I can look it up. He's a 12.2. Oh, you'll, be, you'll be giving some strokes. 12, so you'll probably be giving him like six strokes. Either way, though, man, you're the way you're playing versus the way he is. Again, operating on the premise that everybody's really entering their real scores, you, you're you like 80% to win. I, it might be higher than that, actually. He's in the high 80s, low 90s, unless he's just entering BS, and I don't think that's the way he would operate. He's the guy with the colorful pants, right? Oh, I don't know. Doug, tell me about his pants. I don't know what trousers he wears. What are you wearing? <laughs> nothing. Nothing uh, right now. Oh, gosh. Hey, one other thing before I go. Um, a few, well, gosh, it's probably been six or so months now, but you had a you had a reporter from I, I maybe Doug's big channel reporting on the Ram settlement, and it was super good coverage. Have we heard from her in a while, or is she still? Oh yeah, I had her on Balloon Party a couple times. She did a nice job. Do you remember who yeah. the investigative reporter? What her name is? Susan, Susan Al- Alcori. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was like the only person I felt like covering it. I don't know. She's still the in town. I mean, people come and go. I so. thought I saw the breakdown the other day of who's getting what. Let's see. Susan O'Corey. There she is. She is still at KMOV. Yeah. She's a BC and Northwestern alum. Wow. What the hell is she doing in this business? Um, brand uh. building? <laughs> God, I just see that and I go, oh, She came here from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, is that right? Yep. What uh, station? KARC TV. Uh, yeah, that was the one I interviewed there in KTHV and went to KTHV. Uh, so what uh, what are you asking, Dogtown Ty? Oh, I'm just wondering if, if you guys have thought about getting her back on TMA or if she's, you know, written anything recently on it. Or I, I feel like we keep hearing the breakdown of the settlement, but we don't – I don't care about that. We've heard it a million times. I want to know what the city's doing or, you know, what we're doing with the money. Doug, you say great things. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't imagine great things. It'd be nice if they could, but I, I – it's hard to hold out a whole lot of optimism with our current leadership down there. Three or four of them in jail at the moment. Doug, so, why don't you go back down to Doug's big channel and get into, like, a production meeting and talk, hey, we need more Rams coverage. Well, I don't think they're going to do a lot more Rams coverage at this point. Throw your weight around. Uh, one week ago, Dogtown Ty, KSDK.com, published this story. How will $30 million from the Rams settlement renovate America Center? St. Louis officials to discuss on Tuesday. Of the $790 million settlement, $30 million is designated to go to the renovation of the downtown convention center. Uh, officials on Tuesday will discuss the portion of the RAM settlement that is designated to go toward the expansion of the convention complex. What to do with $30 million will be the subject of a St. Louis Municipal Finance Corporation meeting scheduled for noon via Zoom. Here is the breakdown of the $790 million. 
$250 million goes to the city of St. Louis. $169 million goes to St. Louis County. $70 million goes to the St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Authority Complex. Uh, $30 million goes to the Convention Center expansion. And then the biggest number, Doug, is $275 million, which goes to the lawyers who slayed of the course. dragon. Yeah. Couldn't see that coming. Couldn't see a settlement coming. Well, I think we all called that about a year in advance. This will never go to court because the lawyers are going to get their money, and they got it. But then they slayed the dragon. They didn't really slay it. No. They avoided court because they wanted that guaranteed payday. But now Boy, you're they saying they're it. the big losers because they only got 275 No, I'm saying they're huge winners on for spending, what, less than a, a year maybe on the case and walking away with $270 million? They spent and, more than a year on And that. just think about how much Kroenke lost, you know. Three championships in three different sports yeah. since he left. He's hurting, and the city doesn't even care about it. He's anymore. a wounded animal. And why are we going to expand a convention center when they can't attract any conventions now? It's not because the convention center is too small. It's because people are afraid to come to this city. And there's nothing to do if they do come to the city. Nice. Well, that's why they can't. The conventions have been canceling right and left here lately. Well, what are you going to do in downtown St. Louis? They're afraid to be here. Wait for the monster truck rally. Well, that'd be in the same building. Oh, yeah. A breaking news here, Dogtown Ty. Give me Kevin Roth. His charm will get you thinking about butts and legs and not golf. Watch out for Kevin Roth and his cute lower half. That's from the Pope, who was vanquished by Kevin Roth, and the Pope vanquished me. So uh, this Kevin Roth did beat Chris Hack. He beat the Pope. Maybe we should give more respect to Kevin Roth, Doug. I don't even know the guy. Never met the guy. Don't know the gentleman. Ty, what are you doing? Just driving down the road now, naked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just driving, drive, listening and learning. Okay. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, just heading down 270 and Olive and um, kind of scooting around town. Just seeing what's, like that. what's yeah, the world. Come on by. Yeah, we're at 270 and Olive. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can stop by if you want me to. Okay, come He's get so the hot. trophy now. You got that flying Sibian with you? Bring donuts. No, no, she's at home charging. You got any donuts with you now? <laughs> I could bring my son if you'd like. Yes, please. Mm. I'm just imagining a gentleman right. driving nude around St. Louis <laughs> with a box of donuts next just to scooting him, around. Listening yeah. to us. I will give you some advice. If you can get Callahan in the morning, uh, do that because uh, he plays much better after he's drinking. Oh, is that right? After yeah. he's drinking? Yes, he plays better when he's had quite a few, whatever he drinks, fireballs or whatever he... <laughs> he just drinks How fireballs. That, <laughs> that would be a rough... Like, just shooters. Oh, I've seen him, I've seen him shoot fireballs. Um, yeah, when he's when he's sober in the morning, he it takes him eight or nine holes to warm up before he can get a few beers or drinks in him. So, yeah, try to, try to get a morning tea time against him. I like that. Thank you, Ken. Well, does he have Cletus with him all the time? Is that right, or am I, am I making that up? No, he doesn't like Cletus being around. Cletus would have Guy, would be with Guy, right? It's his son. Yeah. <coughs> so if, if Cletus would play, or if Guy would play Callahan, yeah, Cletus would be there. But if you win and Guy wins, uh, Cletus would be there with Guy and the Florida Flower and Mike Lee, too. So watch out for that. I, I think Cletus took a liking to me when I did the drone footage for you guys a few years back, so that's, oh. that's the reason I asked. Well, he, yeah. you're a guy with an ass, so he'll what? go uh, after anybody. Dr. Ontai has a nice What kind of comment was that? Nice As cheeks, opposed bro. to, like, the guy's asses. Yeah, we got, the, we got a video out there that plays of um, the dotum, 
on our big TV as you walk in the building. And they cut out the best part. They showed Jackson making a putt, and then they cut to something else right before Cletus starts chasing him around the property trying to grab his ass. That's the video I got for uh, for you guys in Norman. Oh, that's your, that's your drone footage. Yeah, yeah. It's up on our big TV here. Huh. Well, okay, naked donut guy. <laughs> I'll have a All big right, well, bear claw. Guys. I, I, hey, I, Doug, I got to get going here. Okay, oh. sorry to bother you. Jackson Hello, called Dogtown Dog Ty, and uh, now we got a chance to hear from him. Okay. Uh, I would like to recommend you call Jeff Lottman and get a chance to hear from him. If you are looking to buy or sell a house, J-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's Jeff Lottman. Lottman Realty is with Compass Realty, and he is a loyal TMA listener. And if you are looking to buy a home... He's got the listings, and sometimes he has uh, knowledge before these homes hit the market because homes are going on the market, Doug, and then they're off the market. Ah, yes. The market. Thank you. And uh, if you're looking to sell your home, work with Jeff as well. It's jefflotman.com, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. He works with Compass Realty. It's a luxury brand experience, but luxury is about the experience, not necessarily the price. He has been doing it for 22 years. How many? St. Louis, 22 years. and. Uh, he is a hell of a real estate agent who is a loyal TMA listener. It's Jeff Lottman of Lottman Realty. JeffLottman.com, Compass Realty. Design Air Heating and Cooling is a sponsor of our email of the day, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. The great Seth Goldcamp has uh, been a loyal sponsor of this program for a good long while, and we are certainly grateful for his support on the program. It is... DesignAirService.com. If you run into air conditioning problems, work with the great Design Air Heating and Cooling. I got this email from a listener yesterday at 8.38 a.m. Tim, I came home last night to my house at 80 degrees. Air conditioning was out. My first thought was to contact Design Air, but I didn't think they would service down in Hillsboro. Emailed them at 10.30 p.m. last night at 6.15 a.m. I got an email from Seth. How about that? Seth, the owner. Yeah. By 8 a.m., I had a service appointment scheduled for 10 a.m. Unbelievable response. It's 80 degrees in my house at 8.15 in the morning. I'm even hotter thinking of that khaki smoke show you work with. Yeah. Thank you to Seth and Design Air. Please use this on air if you wish. That's from Matt Phillips. How about that? Another great experience with a sponsor here on TMA. It's designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. It is Friday, and we will have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day at 9.45. Jackson and I will get our asses ripped on uh, YouTube and 101 ESPN at 10 o'clock. Plus, we have the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter. Now there's a sponsor for that. But uh, because it is Friday, we also have a wonderful tradition that Jackson has brought back. It is the Drops Ups the Week. All right, hit the lever, Plowsy. Morning after. Drops of the Week. Yeah, you got to drop it like a hot dog. It's a wonderful drop. Indeed it is. Flip that off. Durka, Durka, Durka. <laughs> Bingo. Oh. Dodie Shaffling. I'm television's own Doug Chandler Hill. Who are you calling chimpanzees? <laughs> like, wow, that looks... He's lucrative. Love the penis talk. Go, you be see that nipple hair. I don't know what the hell goes on in here. <laughs> so it scares the hell out of me. All the 18th and, Daddy and they run the thing. Dottie Pepper. Dot. Crossing Network. No, she's CBC. Well, amazing her, doesn't CBC. Yeah. I love cookies. <laughs> I like cookies. But then he go back in and pitch again. No. Like two days later. Uh-uh. A couple innings. No. Well, I just saw it was either Kate. <laughs> and by the way, 
The Cardinals are coming. Tra-la, tra-la. Yeah, Doug, when you got your penis <laughs> injection. I haven't had one. Sweet, sweet, Kai, you can't hide in those coal mines forever. Kelly, hey, oh, you want to talk about trains? <laughs> well, they're all big. Oh, pout pout fish with the pout pout face. Spreading dreary worries all over the place. I didn't think there was anything that could make it bigger. Coming at the bowl, you get in the horns. And they're right up your ass, boy. Can you lick it or something? What's up, Big Daddy? I was the oldest guy at Pitbull. My whispering hole. He handed the helmet filled with the freshly birthed boy log to Joseph. And they locked eyes. Can you taste that? Could you imagine just like getting it on like the taint? Because that's where my finger went. That was Drops of the Week. <laughs> wow, we really did good. Some of it was taken out of context. Nice week, everybody. Man, we we just... It's sad. Really, We're old enough to know better. That's what's so sad. Oh. This actually was a big week. A lot hit the cutting room floor. Oh, is that right? Yeah, there was a lot of drafts that didn't make it in there. We still, to this day, we still say time. things like whole yeah. and laugh like we're third grade boys. <laughs> <laughs> The word uh, hole is funny. I guess so. Especially when you attach Bill to it. Mm. Yeah, that's the correct response. All right. Well, that was very nice, Iggy. Iggy put that together? No, Jackson does. Jack, very nice, Jackson. Thank you. Dear Deidre, when we have sex, my girlfriend complains that she can barely feel me inside of her. And to be honest, neither can I. Oh. She says I'm not God. very big, but I've never worried about my size before her. I'm five inches long with a decent girth. I am 26. My girlfriend is 24. 24. Yeah, we live in a flat in London, right? <laughs> is that next? No, it's not. But they did go to their ages in the second paragraph. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how yeah. it... <laughs> Everyone writes the same. Everybody. It's the exact same writing style. Recently, I had sex with my female best friend, and she did nothing but moan and scream with pleasure throughout. She is 25. It felt good with her. And we talked afterwards about how much we enjoyed going to bed with each other. Afterwards, I asked her what she thought about my penis. No. She told me that she had absolutely no complaints and felt I was perfect. My girlfriend says she loves me even though I'm not very big down below. No. I've started to have sex with my bestie more and more and can't help but compare sex with her to my partner. Deidre's got an answer for this situation. Okay. Penis size has very little to do with whether a woman reaches orgasm. Most do not manage to climax from only penetrative shacks, but from oral or manual of the, and what is this word? Clitorius. It is also, it's like a unicorn. It is also important that a woman is really turned on, and that is more in the brain than the body. Fully enjoy shacks. It's key to make sure your partner is feeling relaxed and in the mood before you start. By touching and kissing them. Good communication is also a factor in having good sex. Ooh. More importantly, stop cheating like a girlfriend. Oh, well, say. there is that. Say, yeah. She hasn't even mentioned the, mentioned the cheating yet. <laughs> if you can't make a relationship with her work, it is best to end it. Uh, Doug, there is the counsel from Deidre uh, to this gentleman who is uh, becoming self-conscious about the size of his love. Now, if we forget that information, is there a support pack we could get? No, actually, there is and- not. There, there is not. There's a poll, though. No, Tavis What's the poll? Drop their sponsorship. In the bedroom, does size oh, matter? And our go. options are yes, absolutely, maybe a little, I don't know, and no, size doesn't matter. Mm. 
Uh, Jackson, send that out from the TMS Twitter account. <laughs> and what's winning? And, and if you voted, I CF don't know. See if ESPN will retweet it. If there's any <laughs> votes for I don't know, then you need to get a life. Because why would you even vote if you don't know? How about that, Doug? Here, I'll vote no size nice. doesn't matter. Okay. And uh, the leading vote getter is yes, absolutely, at 29%. Mm. Yeah, mm. A, lot of, a lot of women voting. I don't, I don't believe that five inches flaccid is small. He didn't say erect or otherwise. He just said five inches. Uh, I would guess the average is probably below that. Doug, what is the average penis size you've encountered? I don't know. I, I don't encounter many. <laughs> I would say the average is in the fours. Fourish. Oh, that's tiny, bro. What's the, what's the, what are you basing that? I guess he, though. He, though, would be a good... Uh, is that where you see it? But aren't there a lot of fupas blocking your view? Yeah, you gotta li- you gotta lift up the flab to see if there's anything <laughs> oh, there. Oh, let's go right now. Oh. And I thought I read somewhere where the average is maybe the average is five ish something. I don't know. But you're average, dude. You're not tiny. And you said she couldn't feel anything, but then you said you couldn't feel anything either. Well, it's a made up article. <laughs> it's that's, totally that's, fabricated. That's taking a shot at the girl if you can't feel anything. I wouldn't read too much into it. They said, get an article out. But I, I, I mean, have a I doctor's appointment in 10 minutes. <laughs> Write something. And I that's what she fake, came up with. but Tim read it, so we're going to yeah. comment on it. Just get something on the website. <laughs> don't care what it is. Make it up like you guys, usually do. Here's what guys do when their girlfriend says, I don't feel anything. They go find another girl to have sex with and let her comment. Now, speaking of which, being pressured to write... Uh, is something that Bob Kravitz wrote about on his, quote, miserable culture at The Athletic, which he described as (laughs) soul-sucking. I bet. Uh, Veteran sports writer Bob Kravitz has made his feelings clear on The Athletic. Kravitz, a longtime Colts reporter, was among about 20 writers laid off by the outlet last month in a broader restructuring for the debut of his new Substack page, Kravitz... Uh, excoriated the leadership at the outlet as inhumane and his editorial guidelines as inconsistent. The most biting commentary came. Kravitz says he was put on probation to drive a given amount of subscriptions and a stretch immediately following heart surgery. Quote, I wasn't happy they put me on probation just a few months after a quadruple (laughs) bypass in 2020. Uh, And during the pandemic, no less, I guess my numbers weren't what they wanted, but hell, I was recovering from a life-changing medical event, Kravitz wrote. You would think that that might have some impact on their thinking, but no. I had to produce 395 subscriptions in three months or else. And that's absurd, unfair, and outrageous, especially given my health situation. Well, I survived producing more than 400 subs by working myself half to death, a great idea after open-heart surgery, but that soured me on the place forever. I felt it in my bones. They don't give an F about me as a human being. Uh, Kravitz, who is 63, previously wrote for the Indianapolis Star and local NBC affiliate WTHR. The Athletic was acquired by the New York Times last year and has since embarked on a pivot from hyper-local coverage to more focus on national beats as the Times turns its whole sports desk over to the outlet. Kravitz said the shifting of goalposts and relentless focus on metrics wore on him. Quote, I was not happy that I had four editors in four years, all of them wanting something different. Write long-form pieces. Okay, fine. No, write strong opinion columns. Okay, fine. No, write about roster construction. What? 
The goalposts kept moving, and they're still moving with the New York Times acquisition of The Athletic. And the metrics, everything was metrics. I understand that's the current way of the world in a media business that's almost universally struggling, but the numbers were in our faces and on our minds 24-7. The Athletic makes a really big deal about the importance of mental health, and that's great. But I think I'm speaking for a majority of current athletic writers. The primacy of metrics, subs, unique views, and the rest had a deleterious, deleterious, deleterious. Deleterious? Oh, nice. Is that what it is? Uh, impact on our collective mental health as a staff. There was nothing more dispiriting than working your ass off on a story only to look at the metrics and see one subscription and 2,000 unique views. It was soul-sucking, No, honestly. Kravitz, who has since uh, also landed a part-time role with the magazine Indianapolis Monthly, further alleged that his editors at The Athletic chickened out when they killed the feature story about Jay Mariotti of the firebrand who previously wrote for the Chicago Sun-Times and was a fixture on ESPN's Round the Horn. My immediate editor liked the idea, but it once got to the next level of editing, stuff started to happen. That's uh, Kravitz, and I read that story from the New York Post. He wrote uh, more on his Substack. stack. Uh, and, uh, you know, with regards to that, I will give him, you know, first off, Anytime you have an ex-employee, ex-significant other commenting, grain of salt. With that said, my thing that I would say from a macro perspective on media is what you're hearing there with metrics and we're trying to drive clicks and subscriptions and unique visitors is that is the model for every media outlet. And therefore, the more tantalizing, the more hyperbolic, the more attention, which is why uh, the public gets what it gets. Nuance does not drive clicks. Nuance does not drive subscriptions. Hyperbole does, and that is why we are in the era of the take. Mm-hmm. Hot takes, if you can spit them out. Aye. And the part where he said they don't care about us as people, well, that's most businesses, probably. Yeah, I, that, that's kind of... That's, that's the, pretty that's much business, yeah, no matter how important you think they are. If you quit or leave, they'll have your replacement about five minutes, uh, unless Brian, you're a restaurant and trying to find a waiter. Brian Henson says the subscription and metrics bars are astonishing. Quite the little industry we're in. Holy S. That's from Brian Henson. Doug, he does write for the Indianapolis Star. Well, the high school coverage, anyway, from what I hear. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough business, and I'm sure a lot of the a lot of the veterans are hoping to get to retirement before it just collapses entirely. It just does get, feel just like getting it's bought it's out is what way. happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I don't know what what's going to be left of newspapers in another ten years, if it if it even takes that long. Maybe yeah. nothing. The physical newspaper itself. How often do you even see one anymore, on the street or out out and about, at work? Yeah. When was the last time you saw somebody reading a newspaper in public? Hmm. For me, I, I can't I can't remember the last time I saw it. Frank Cusimano does it every day. Does he? <clears throat> yeah, he bring he brings in a paper to the studio every day. I still see uh, newspapers for sale at the convenience stores, but I just don't ever see anybody since I'm not in KFNS anymore. Frank's old school. I'm sure he picks up his paper on the every morning on the way to work. Yeah, it's probably well. It probably has it delivered. Well, he, some people still have subscriptions and like getting the paper. Well, yeah, that's and, what I mean. He probably shows up. We used to pick it up on the way to work. Which <laughs> well, on his driveway. <laughs> there something. it is on the driveway. You pick it up and you get in the car and you go to work. My dad still reads the physical newspaper every day. Does he? Yeah. yeah. New York Times on Sunday. That's his thing. You'd have to be of a certain age to do that. I, I can't imagine there's very many people under 40 doing that. I, you could give a newspaper to, like, any, like, my age or below and ask them to, like, fold it correctly, and there's no way they could do it. <laughs> yeah. 
Not to mention, who wants all that ink on your hands? Guys, employers focusing on metrics that seem arbitrary is the case for every career. Sounds like sour grapes to me. That's from Wolf Boy. And I understand Wolf Boy's text there. That's why I said, uh, if you ever want to do a hit piece on somebody, talk to, talk to an you know, ex-employee, ex-significant other, uh, because that's where you're going to get your... Juice. Your, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With that said, um, in general, again, because I, I, I can't speak to the the veracity of, of what he's writing. I don't know the gentleman in any capacity. Um, but what I would say is, in general, that is specific to media I can speak to. That is what the whole game is. I, I've told a little anecdote before, Doug, but I remember uh, in 2000, 2001, when we were working together at KMOV, all of a sudden it became, you guys got to write blogs. Right. Like, what in the hell? But there wasn't really a plan. It was just the thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so then management had to have everybody doing the thing to do. Well, how are right. you monetizing? Well, we're not. No. Now, I've been, you know, I'm 24 years old. I'm not necessarily thinking about monetization, which, of course, is when it's all said and done, what matters from the, the corporate level. Uh, and now it's, okay, get on social media, get on social media. Well, how are we monetizing it? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but that's what you got to do. And I'm just, I'm personally no. not interested in that. Um, I, I, I I totally understand people wanting people to do it, needing people to do it, so to speak. But it's just I'm just not I'm not interested in putting my, in particular, my children on display when I know that there are some intriguing people in the population, and uh, and and then also just having to live there and give a take on something when I know that I don't have all of the information, and uh, and you know, and for those who are kind of operating at a decent, sophisticated intellect, you know, looking at you can go and. You're just talking out of your ass just to fill time or be on tour. Or, or, or three hours on a radio show. Yeah, it's not interested in it. Hey, now. Sorry. Uh, newspapers are the most important uh, way to keep democracy free. They keep a check on freedom. It's from the three and four. I don't know. Maybe it used to be. They've turned political now, and that's, that's part of the reason why they lost half their base, I think. Uh, I would say the Internet. Doug, I'm reading a physical newspaper sitting on the toilet right now. Thanks. Oh. That's from Big Tough. So there's somebody. Yeah, there's one guy. One guy. In the case of Kravitz speaking out, I'm sure there's a lot of people in that same situation who can't speak out or they lose their job before they find another one. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought just, just reading it and the, the thing that stood out to me was how he's gone from writing for the Indianapolis Star to the Athletic, and now he's got a part-time job writing for twice a month for an <laughs> Indianapolis magazine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, at, at 63, it's going to be hard for him to reinvent himself completely. But if you're 30 or 40-something, you can't see much of a future in that. you got to be thinking about moving somewhere else. And, you know, big corporations, they need writers. They need public relations people. They need marketers. There's... Other jobs out there for people who are talented writers, mm -hmm. probably not going to involve uh, going to a baseball game every night and watching that and then reporting on it. Not what you wanted to do, but there are other jobs out there. Wouldn't you think, though, if The Athletic, would you, would you sign a contract that says you have to get this many subscriptions or you won't have a job? Don't you think it's something we'll, pay, we'll give you a three-year contract? Well, they you know, could, I don't know how many people are going to take a job saying, okay, if I can get 400, 400 subscriptions here this month, I'll take your job. They can certainly change the rules once you're there. 
They can change your goals. Well, they, if you got a three-year contract to say forty thousand dollars a year, halfway in the contract, they can't say, "Okay, we changed it. You got to sell three hundred ninety-five subscriptions, or you're fired." They may not even be under contract. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who would go to work for the athletic, leave the star of the athletic, and work on a on a basis that I've got to sell this many people to to read this? Yeah. Or I don't have a job. I don't know many people do that. No, unless they offered you significantly more money. And that is exactly what happened. They so took people who either were laid off by ESPN, Fox Sports, and so or local papers, and then offered them way more money. It was an aggressive growth strategy to assemble all of this talent. They raised a crapload of money, had several rounds of funding. Um, with a straight growth strategy, not a profit strategy. And so the New York Times acquired it in part because then they would have all of these people who they knew were uh, subscribing, which from a VC standpoint, they want recurring revenue. And if you have subscriptions, then you have theoretically recurring revenue. And The Athletic is so inexpensive that for many people, uh, the dollar ninety nine you're paying per month. It's almost more of a hassle to go and cancel it than it is yeah. to pay the dollar ninety nine. And so, if by volume of straight growth, again, not profit because it's never profited, uh, then we can now build this thing up that we have uh, gone to with a straight growth strategy and had all these rounds of funding from venture capital and spin it off. And that's what they did with the New York Times. Uh, and the New York Times has the money, but then the New York Times is experiencing its own series of struggles, and they just got rid of their sports department and using The Athletic. But the writers for the New York Times, they're in a, a union, and so these sports writers are not able to just go write for The Athletic. So these sports writers are now being moved to covering business and local politics who were sports writers for The New York Times. No. And St. Louis, which has two sports teams, major sports teams, still carries three columnists and three or four beat yeah, writers. Still has a pretty robust yeah. sports section. But I think what what I do, and what I think a lot of people do, is you you pick up your phone, you hit the ESPN app or some other sports app. You want to look at box scores. You look at the standings. You read what your team did there. For you pay nothing for it. And you watch every game's on TV. You watch your local team on TV. And if you want to read something about it, you just pull up an app. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, nothing against the post. Um, but even for $2, $2 a month or whatever they charge, I don't even need to do that because I can just 30. go. 30. It's about 30. I can go anywhere. 30 a month? Mm-hmm. No, hell with that. Um, I can go anywhere and get sports news. And I can read a car. I can go to eight different publications that will give me a cardinal recap right the only thing you can't get is the local commentary yeah guys how would you handle it if you had to sell tickets to a quote-unquote charity golf tournament with no insight into where the money went and then were made to also be auctioned off for use of during said tournament thank you it's from uncle cucker when there are contracts like what they were able to do with you if they won the bidding like where they, they take you home after the, the <laughs> round and <laughs> I go there a dinner clause. Mm. It went really well, so yeah. Uh, I heard it was seamless. Well, when you start the bidding at a thousand dollars and you get got people a day before the tournament to bid on it, it's not going to work out very well. Yeah. Man, I really <laughs> wish I was involved in yeah. this that one. Mm. 
Missed opportunity on my furlough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> missed opportunity on my furlough. Should have ended it sooner. I remember when I was in, in college, they had a, a fraternity fundraiser where we went to the, this dorm and the, the girls would bid on guys Ooh, for, a, for a date. I felt like a piece of meat. Mm. And they would actually say, all right, I'll give $25. And you'd take them on a date like that following weekend. Bizarre. Can you imagine that happening now? Anybody I find their wife that way? No, not that I know of, no. We have a fun story to tell the kids. Yeah, it's called The Bachelor. Yeah, I bought your husband, or I bought your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naving that the second. Yeah, <laughs> bought your back, dad. Very odd dad. looking back on that. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do that now, I don't think. Well, well you maybe sure you couldn't do it with the opposite way, with guys bidding on the girls. That That's no way that would ever happen. But. Yeah. Isn't that prostitution? Not well, if it's it wasn't for charity. For no, it wasn't for sex. It was just for like a, as I remember it, it was to go on a date or something. Or to or to come do, it might have just been come do some chore and clean up their dorm room or something silly. I think they used to do that in St. Louis at these big charity events. They'd have yeah, like it was that kind of thing. Three or four yeah. bachelors, uh, you mm -hmm. know, went a dinner date with Steve Savard, just picking out one good-looking guy. Um, something like that. It's harmless. Uh, yeah. I am single and I am looking for a female. Okay, he would have been. Yeah, he'd have been guy out there. <laughs> so not desperate. So not desperate. I feel bad for him. He was. He, he was on his Facebook page right. the other day begging for guests. He did. Any of my friends it. out there ever play football and want to be a guest on the Stingray show? Oh, he's a real estate mogul. He had his friend, the Gamecock <laughs> guy, just have him on every Eddie. time. Jeez. He should have been Is he the one that makes that noise that Plowboy played the drop of Yeah. Oh, we couldn't get enough of that. <laughs> yeah, Cousin Eddie. That drop is incredible. Cousin Eddie's one of the I mean, last, Yeah, that's your regular co-host right there. Last week he said, my guest this week is my sponsor from a bank. Oh, yeah, I just had that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, maybe that wasn't last long term. <laughs> sounds like a Furby. Yeah, that sounds like a Furby. We had a run to the dishwasher. We had a soundbite. We you could actually hear what he was saying. You know? <laughs> Something about that damn game cock. Oh, that's that right. Damn game Oh cock. yeah, like yeah. I have a couple of those. I don't know where that. Oh, I'd like to hear them, please. A, yeah. I don't know if that was a separate one or not. All right. Have you got yeah, one right just, there? Just loading up, Doug. Just okay. Loading it up. It's. I'm gonna bury that damn. I'm burying this damn game card. There it is. Yeah, see, that's the guy I would listen to every day. He was doing a bit, the other one. Sketches. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, celebrity uh, golf uh, greens, Clubhouse Turf, also offering a complete line of synthetic turf installations, including sport turf, playgrounds, pet turf, and lawn turf. If you have brown spots in your yard from your pets or areas where you simply cannot get the grass to grow, 
Clubhouse Turf has the solution. Synthetic turf is durable, easily maintained, and sustainable as it requires no mowing, trimming, watering, fertilizers, or chemicals. It's an investment that literally pays for itself. Our sport turf installations incorporate the latest technology in synthetic turf, athletic fields that can drain 50 inches an hour, and they can also provide evaporative cooling or sweltering hot summer days. Baseball, football, soccer, lacrosse, you name it. Clubhouse Turf has the solution. It's clubhouseturf.com. Let them know you are a TMA listener if you would like to give them a call, not just for building a putting green in your backyard, but now for sport turf and for your pets. The number is 314-834-2339 or visit clubhouseturf.com. It is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens, and it's probably something you should think about, think about just like think about going to Big St. Charles Motorsports at I-270 and the Cave Springs exit. It's BigStCharlesMotorsports.com. Disconnect from the daily grind with something far more powerful, the oceans and lakes around you. The Yamaha 2023 Wave Runner lineup offers everything, including the Built for Fun EX Series, the Race Ready GP Series with performance-enhancing technology and top-of-the-line FX Series. Chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports, located on I-70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. It's Big St. Charles Motorsports. Com. In 40 minutes, we will have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Apply to be the TMA Listener of the Month for the month of July by going to TMASTL.com. It's the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Go online at TMASTL.com. On the other side of the break, potentially intriguing news in the world of broadcasting. Involving anyone here in this room? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. yeah. I'm going to yeah. take over for the uh, St. Louis City soccer team. And I'm actually... You are? Wow. Yeah. I'm taking I'm, over Shannon Sharp position. Yeah, look at this. Well, we got news everywhere, don't I we? thought I saw Iggy's picture with Lerm in the pink Barbie and Ken picture. I just wonder if maybe KG's coming in to get a better picture with Lerm. Oh, my That would be God. broadcasting, right? Crestfallen. <laughs> it's a full hardly, crest. Hardly crestfallen. <laughs> uh, 10 o'clock, you can switch over to your YouTube channels to 101 ESPNs and then just rip our asses for an hour. Me and Jackson will be in there with the little Piddle six-shooter. Uh, and uh, we'll be on 101 ESPN as well. The program is called Munganas St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party from 10 to 11. That is what's coming up over the next couple of hours. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After with Michael Oldridge.